0: Welcome to This Week in Lotus. The weekly roundtable discussion of all things social,
1: collaboration, technology and community. Here's your host, Stuart McIntyre. This Week in Lotus, episode 79, recorded on Tuesday, 22nd November 2011, where well, same time 852IFR1 definitely ain't no turkey. Cap Davis and Pear Henrik Lavson join us to discuss the new same time iOS client, same time 852 IFLR1, Dan Notes, X Snippets, and much more. We're recording this week's episode early due to the US Thanksgiving holiday and my trip to Dan Notes, and I'm delighted it coincided so beautifully with the new same time release. The music on this episode is by Julia Noons. So go check out the rest of her work at junumusic.com. This show is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, It's here. You can find this and other tech-related podcasts at techpodcast.com. Welcome to This Week in Lotus. We are back for episode 79 of the weekly Lotus podcast. I'm joined as ever by Darren Duke. Hello Darren. Hello Stuart, how are you? I'm excellent, thank you. Really good week this week. Off to um, Denmark for the first time tomorrow for a certain conference we'll talk about a bit later on.
2: And they still let you go to foreign countries? <laughs> they do. Well, they <laughs> let me You're come back into blacklist? Britain, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> You're not on the blogging blacklist?
1: <laughs> not that I've heard of. <laughs> Depends who they ask, I guess. That's the question. Yeah, really? How's life in Atlanta?
2: It's Thanksgiving week, which always sucks because it's always, always bad to try and schedule a podcast for this week. This is probably one of the earliest ones in the week we've ever done, isn't
1: it? Yeah, never record on Tuesday, so no, this is good. It's good to have you on and we'll publish, obviously, normal kind of time during the week. So um, thank you for joining us, down as ever. And we are joined this week by Gab Davis.
3: Hello, Gab. Morning.
1: Good morning. How's life with you?
3: Yes, very good. Thanks for having a busy week. Um, got back from the VIEW conference in Barcelona last week, so um, catching up with stuff this week, starting that, a few new projects.
1: Brilliant. How was the VIEW conference?
3: And the VIEW conference was actually great. Um, we, we did a lot of admin sessions. I did about seven sessions. Um, and we're doing a lot of, of WebSpace sessions now and, and people are really keen and we're getting a, a lot of really good questions. So it's always a good conference. Always get highly technical admin people to do conferences, which is nice.
1: So some good questions, I should think, from the audience. Yeah, yeah, really did. Excellent. And do you want to tell us who you work for?
3: I work for the Total Partnership, who are a business partner in London. Um, and this week, for my plug, I am officially a writer because I was co-author of The Same Time Admin Guide, which is out on Amazon this week. Co-authored with Tom Duff and Marie Scott, I'd say.
1: (laughs) Excellent. And it's so great to see that out in public now. I I think Tom actually blogged about it as we were recording last week, so we made a quick mention of it at the end, but it's super, it's it's made it into print. And I guess you're looking for for lots of sales leading up to Lotusphere.
3: Well, I assume that everyone will be... Obviously replacing request for Xbox 360s and Wii's of their children's stockings with a same-time admin guide.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Probably weighs about <laughs> the
3: same.
2: <laughs> Can you imagine what, your that? kid's face when he picks that up? <laughs> Look,
3: I'll, we'll be a Lotus Fair. We'll do a sliding. You can't get more than that. That's fame by association. <laughs>
2: uh, that, that is. And, and in, in six months, when you buy your island, we'll even come and visit. <laughs>
3: 500 pages of Same Time 852 and Webster Goodness. Also available on eBook. <laughs> that's, that's my plug. And our, sponsor, our nice.
2: sponsor this week is the Same Time Admin Book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Gab. Thank you very much. And we'll plug it again at the end as well, I'm sure. We'll make sure we've got a link in the show notes to it on Amazon too. Brilliant. Thank you, Gab. And we're also joined by Pear from Denmark. Hi the Pear. Hello Stuart. Hello. I've, I've chickened out. Go on. Do you want to give us your <laughs> full name?
4: Uh, in Danish it's Per Henrik Lausting and in English something like
1: Per Henrik Lausten maybe. Okay. Yeah, it's probably Henrik it. Lausten. <You laughs> it's great can, to have you, you on.
4: You can call me Per. That's fine.
1: <laughs> Brilliant Per. Wonderful. And do you want to tell us who you work for these days?
4: Uh, I work for myself and I'm very happy to do that. been doing that for a year almost. More than a year actually. Had my First year birthday uh, a month ago, so. Excellent. And my company is called PHL Consult for Per Henrik Laustin,
1: so. Brilliant, and what kind of work are you doing? Uh,
4: primarily, I, I hope to prim- primarily do some XPages development work, but I also do classic notes development and Domino administration, so. Okay, brilliant. Notes Domino, yep. Yeah. Wonderful, and whereabouts are you based? I'm based in near Copenhagen, actually north of Copenhagen, but in Denmark, so, yeah.
1: Okay, brilliant. Well, thanks for taking part in the podcast. Great to have you on. Thank you. So we're going to kick off this week with uh, Same Time, which is uh, very much in the news today because uh, there's a new client just been released, Gab. Do you want to tell us about that?
3: Yes. um, Part of the IFR1 uh, download are new clients for iPhone, iPad, Android tablet and Android. Uh, and there's a ton of new features in the mobile clients, which are just a small part of IFR1, but the new mobile clients, they're native clients, whereas previously um, the iOS clients were basically browser mobile clients. Um, So now they're native clients service through the same time proxy server. Um, On the back end, you can have community servers that are newer than 8.5 or 8.5.2, so it's it's a very it's a development we've been waiting for for months. And they're very good, well deployed clients. Uh, you can download them from the app store, um, both all app stores. I don't do Android. I don't know what they call it in Android world, but it's-
2: marketplace.
3: <laughs> marketplace. Thank you. Um, I just call it Android App Store, and people seem to know what I mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> so download it, but don't get excited trying to connect your servers just yet because um, you will get a server version not supported until your servers are upgraded to IFR1. But um, there's also new browser-based meeting clients uh, for iPad and for Android tablet that allow you to, uh, we can already do this on BlackBerry, uh, but you can attend meetings using a browser client on the tablet and you can see file shares, you can share files you've previously uploaded. Um, you can raise your hand. You can join group chats. So they're doing an enormous amount of work in this whole mobile space, which is really exciting.
1: And w- when we had uh, Ronnie Maffer on last week, we, uh, you know, Darren, you asked a question about sort of mobile first or mobile equal. And it seems like this is really coming to fruition through some of these yeah. new clients.
3: Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, uh, as you said, with the Connections client, the Connections client, again, is a, is a huge exciting mobile deployment and I think it's a recognition by IBM that people's usage of technology is moving more uh, and has moved significantly towards mobile and tablet devices, smartphones and they're making the efforts to deliver their products on those devices which I think can only add to to, to take up and and people's use of the the same time and connections. Yeah,
2: I agree. I think it's it's our expectation, or not our expectation? Maybe the customer's expectation. It, it it's no. They no longer ask, "Does this work on a iPad?" They just expect that it will, and I think this gets more of that initial disappointment of not yet. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah.
1: And it seems like they've used the same model as they did with the connections client, Gabriel, you mentioned a minute ago, is that it, it seems like there's a new version of the mobile web client that's shipping in a fixed pack. And then um, they've added native features in the native client that kind of builds on what the mobile web gives them. So it allows you to, I guess, update the mobile web version in a future fixed pack, bring in new functionality without necessarily having to update the native version at the same time. And the native a client gives you stuff like uploading photos into into the connections. I imagine the same thing with the same time. Obviously, we haven't seen it yet, but I imagine you'd be able to you know share photos or whatever within uh, a same time chat through the through the native client.
3: Um, I don't know if we well you can see the photos because you can you can put in a photo URL in the native client okay. uh, because it's all done through the proxy uh, the same time proxy server the worst named product in the world. Um, because it's on the same time you can put the URL where the photos are. So when you're talking to somebody and you're seeing their business cards, it can render the photo for you. Uh, the other thing they've done, which I think is, is, is great, is you can add multiple communities. You can't sign on to more than one community at a time. But for me, I have 14 different same time communities I signed on to each day. So it means for my mobile device, I can switch between communities if I wanted to. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on,
2: hold on. I swear I just heard 14.
3: <laughs> yes yeah yeah you did
2: I have <laughs> six and I thought I was bad Goodness. yeah I have six too and I thought mine was high but wow okay
3: to, to be fair there's no one on 12 of them it's just
1: me <laughs> <laughs> and so Gab you already mentioned again at the beginning but but this is really key isn't it it's, it's downloading the native client today won't necessarily get you anywhere in that you need to have that fix pack new release whatever it may be on the server right
3: yeah, it's, it's actually an update to the proxy server um, and to the community server. There, there are other cool things in IFR1 which really enhance this as well. Um, one of the huge things which I'm really excited about um, is um, offline messaging. So when you're offline, messages can queue for you. So when you sign back online, they come through. And of course, that's critical with with the mobile deployments because we are continually dropping in and out the apps and signing offline and losing reception and what would happen is you'd lose conversation so now um we have the ability to when we sign back in messages that were queuing will then come through and i think that's really exciting um, and it's been buried a little bit in the announcement behind the the new mobile clients but i think it's possibly even even more impactful than them and it is
2: kind of it is very handy. I was I was pretty much offline all day yesterday, and when I came back in Skype, I had at least twenty new Skype chats that said, "Are you there?" yeah <laughs> <laughs> so this is really going to change my mobile i'm going to get like lots of different mobile when it comes back into reception when you get off the plane and you, you power your phone back on uh, I, I do I, I think it's a necessity for mobile and and i wonder if that's kind of why it's been a bit buried in the announcement because i think it would it would have to be in there i don't think you could have offline if you couldn't have a mobile functionality without having offline because like you said gab you know even even in atlanta a city of five point whatever million people now, there are still places where I go in a, in a ditch and I lose connectivity.
3: I think it's really interesting because when they start adding these kind of features, we're starting to move towards the kind of stuff that we needed because it's as important as mail. It becomes not just something that we use occasionally, it's something we actually need and it has to have that additional resilience. Um, one thing I'd say about the offline messaging, is the way they've done it, is it does require if you to have a same-time advanced license. So the mobile client itself is a same-time standard license, but if you want to use offline messaging, that's a same-time advanced license. And The important difference is you don't actually need to install same-time advanced, which itself is a server, but you do need the same-time advanced license. Um, and there are new features uh, in I2 one especially, which they've put in the same-time advanced license model, um, as opposed to the same-time standard model. Um, so let,
2: let let me ask a question then, because this is what's been one of my pet peeves for a while, is I think a lot of people have a limited entitlement and they, they don't think they're gonna use it and it becomes an integral part of their business. Yeah. At the same time server goes offline for 15 minutes, phone calls tsunami into the help desk. I think the problem is with, with mobile, is am I really going to pay $70 a user to give them mobile access to basically chat, which is what still the vast majority of organizations use, and then to get offline, am I going to then upsell another $35 license on top of that? And I think the question needs to be asked. We're in we're in the $0.99 cents to $5 app range for a mobile device, and IBM are doing such a good job of understanding this, but doing
3: such a brutal job of selling it. I, th- I think it's, I, I and mean, I do take your point, but I think what the issue is is thinking outside of that chat box. Um, if you look at Same Time Advance and the functionality of Same Time Advance, it really is. And I try and describe it to people. It's a a complement to Connections in a lot of ways. Um, a lot is built around communities. It has all these social networking tools, which are about um, you know talking to communities and, and skill tap and that kind of. And it's so far beyond just pure messaging. Uh, and I think that that's the gap. That's the gap through when people look at it and go, "Well, it's just the messaging. Why am I paying so much more to do the messaging on my mobile?" And what IBM is saying is, "You know, that's like saying notes is mail. You know, it's it's way, way, way more than that." And and I think it's it's IBM's job, and I see is my job to 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 be able to explain to people these are the things that you can do with a full same time license that are so far beyond what you can just do with chat and will deliver so much more value than just simple chat. Because if all you want is simple chat, like you say, there's a billion products out there that will do simple chat for you for nothing.
2: This is far more than that. And I don't disagree with it, but I think that the $5, $10 app model, whatever you want to do, could be the lead-in to getting them up to the same time advanced. I think starting out with the sales of... Oh well to do that you need same time advanced, I think just stops the conversation.
3: Um I'm I'm hoping it doesn't <laughs> if i be market it right. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> um <laughs> I I understand the five dollar app, but I think when you look on the back end and you've got Domino and Same Time and WebSphere and DB2. The people deploying these, you know, the the five dollar app is 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 at the very end of that decision making process. So I, I do I do understand what you're saying. I would like to. I would even like to see a same time standard. You know, I I like the same-time standard licensing. I understand why they've rolled some things like offline messaging in the same-time advanced. I would have liked to have seen it in the same-time standard license. Having said that, I'm a huge fan of same-time advanced. It's a product I think was held back by its implementation a few years ago and is now a fantastic unknown product Um, that Lotus have and that more people should look at. So uh, my hope is this encourages more people to look at time Advanced and look at the kind of features you can do with time that are so far beyond chat. I mean, we get... All the time, we're doing work uh, with, with Carl Tyler and the team at Apelio to do client-side plugins and customizations to extend what people want beyond regular chat. We've done things like um, out-of-office plugins. And already, I think people start using its messaging. I think that's all they want. And then the edges start being pushed out. Um, so I, I, I understand why they broke the products down. I think same time is so much more than chat, and that's the message. I feel that we're winding back to my days of saying notes is so much more than mail. That's the message I'm trying to get over, hopefully.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and I agree with you about same time advanced. I think the problem same time advanced had two or three years ago was it was the first WAS server you were putting in the environment, and now it's just another WAS node.
3: Yeah, it is. And, and two or three years ago, the, the actual implementation of it was a nightmare. The install was a nightmare. It was three months of my life. Central advanced now, the install is 60 minutes. Um, and it integrates with the system console and it manages from everything and it uses the same. So it's just, it's, it's a whole different thing.
2: Can I just ask you a, a, a non-biased question? How long will it take someone that didn't write the book to install it? <laughs>
3: Okay, no, I'll be fair. You could probably look at maybe 72 minutes.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, good. Just wanted an honest answer there.
1: Uh, actually, that's a good question, actually, on the book. is Does it cover Same Time Advanced?
3: It does. We have Same Time Advanced and Same Time Gateway. We have a chapter on both of those in the book, and we have a, a chapter on mobile. Uh, in the book as well uh, and the mobile clients which unfortunately as of today is slightly out of date (laughs) but uh, (laughs) I know
2: this is why I feel sorry for people that write technology books because there is no way you can encompass everything
3: we could we started writing last November on 851 they kindly let us write to the beta code for 852 um, through April and May and when it published in June. But, you know, there's just so long you could delay a book waiting for that next new feature. So hopefully an addendum. We'll publish an addendum at some point.
1: And that's the hope of Kindle, I guess, is that you can update and, you know, every so often it get pushed to, um, you know, to e-readers and so on where you couldn't do that with a traditional textbook. But just back to the mobile clients, just quickly before we move on to other things. Um, the, It looks like the mobile client for iOS also supports same-time unified telephony as well, so you can um, place calls with uh, with the SUT, yes. you can click to call, you can receive incoming calls. That's pretty impressive in a mobile client.
3: It, it is, and it's been there on Android, Um, and it's not just SUT. We have... Um, Live names awareness and click to call awareness in the 853 client now, uh, which works with both SUT and other um, providers' products. So, they're really the the, the the enablement of SUT and the integration is slightly different on each device, because to their credit, they've mapped what they've done to the design of each device or the behaviour of each device. So, yeah, it's it is very cool and and. 852 was well worth looking at, this, I think this this patch release, which I agree with you, I'm not quite sure why they didn't call 852.1. Um, is It makes a huge difference on the mobile clients.
2: And I do have a question. So <clears throat> there's a lot of acronyms, as FPS, there's IFs, uh, intermediate fixes, fix packs, and now we have IFR. Does anyone know what IFR stands for?
1: Interim Feature Release says Google. <laughs> okay. I don't should, know what the difference is.
3: We should have Google on this call. <laughs> it knows so much more than the rest of us combined.
1: <laughs> and Pair, you know, I, I know you work with a lot of customers. I'm sure many of those have the same time. And do do you see this as being, uh, you know, solving a business need for a lot of your customers?
4: Mm, interesting question. Well, most I, the work I mostly do for my clients is not related to same time at all. I'm not. I haven't been doing any same time admin work at all, so I've, I think I look forward to that book, by the way, <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> um, so maybe it depends. I think it, it all depends on the, how much mobile has uh, taken off with uh, with clients, and if 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 it has. But I think it's interesting to see that with this release of an iOS app for same time, we will. I think we will see another sign of users wanting functionality before the admins have deployed it, so maybe similar to the Connections iOS apps.
1: Yeah, and and Gab, just a quick one on that. So you need to have IFR1 on the proxy server. You mentioned that already. Do you have to update the rest of your same-time infrastructure to 852 IFR1 as well?
3: Um, I do wish I could answer that question, but since it hasn't been in beta and I haven't been able to download it yet, (laughs) it's going to be a surprise to me. (laughs) Uh, this afternoon, I, certainly it's got to be the proxy server. I suspect we've got a patch for the community server as well uh, right. to support offline messaging. But um, I, I am guessing at that because I, I, I haven't seen the installers yet. But those would certainly be the two components I'd expect.
2: And, and, and let, let's, let's swing back a bit to something that still today seems to be a black hole But I don't quite understand and at the same time unified telephony. And that, that's an IBM product that sits on top of your VoIP solution, or is a VoIP solution? Which one is
3: it? Okay, so there are two, there's, there's SUT and there's SUT Lite. SUT is, is actually a parallel product that integrates into your same-time environment, and its role is to connect to your PBXs and your switches and link them all together. So that demonstration where IBM does where they get a call and it's on their mobile phone and they transfer it to their desk and they transfer it to, to their computer and then they walk out that's all SUT it's about connect- and, and someone at IBM is probably screaming because I'm getting this totally wrong but it's all about connecting all of the telephony in your enterprise together which is why you can do things like use a mobile client to make a call and using SUT it calls out to your environment Now, up until now, SUT has only been deployed by specific partners, because it's very much a telephony solution. It requires far more telephony skills than it does same time skills. Uh, And it also requires specific IBM hardware to install on. Um, SUT Lite, shipped with 8.5.2, uh, SUT Lite is a soft phone client, so it has no server install at all. It's entirely client side, and it connects directly from the client to your PBX, and it supports certain named PBX, I think Cisco, Tambor, uh, Gavaya. There's a table of approved ones at the moment, uh, which are about, there's about seven, and I think about four are are certified. So if one of your switchboards, if one of your PBXs is supported by SUT Lite, then you can use that as a a client-side install. But obviously, because that's a client install, um, that's not for your mobile, because it's making a direct connection from your client as a soft phone to your PBX. So when we talk about SUT on the mobile, that's full SUT. Does that clear anything up?
2: (laughs) Yeah, actually it does. And I guess, so SUT Lite basically enables inside of a a full same-time client the click-to-call kind of stuff.
3: Yeah, and you can do click-to-call with SUT Lite, you can do click-to-call with the TCSPI plugin. Uh, We've been, TCSPI adapter, we've been doing TCSPI, you know, for years and years and years and years and years, and that's still supported, Um, and we do a lot of that. And what that does is that's uh, basically a a DLL that runs on your server and connects to your switchboard and then is available To all your clients. So the same time community server has a service called same time telephony, which you'll see is disabled and it installs disabled. And if you enable it when you get a TCSPI adapter installed and you have adapters custom written for your particular. Switch, whatever you're running, whatever your PDX is. So you have a lot of alternatives when it comes to telephony. You can go the enterprise IBM SUT, you can go right the other end of the scale to like a soft phone installed in your client which connects to a switch, or you can use TCSPI installed on your server, uh, which is going to connect, and, and for smaller and medium businesses, TCSPI is a very good solution and is still very much supported through business partners, Uh, and that will give you click to call as well.
2: See, I never knew ninety percent of
3: that, and that's sad. Oh, good! (laughs) (laughs) My morning
1: has been worthwhile then. (laughs) I'm learning so much; it's great. And then actually, it highlights that you know I think if you went back five or ten years uh, and. And Lotus specialists could kind of know pretty much the whole breadth of the portfolio and know it in quite some depth if you're a technical person. I think those days are gone in some ways in, in that there is just so much depth to connections to same time to notes and domino stack. Actually, it's it's a huge amount of information to carry around in your head, And I think you do it wonderfully well, but I think most people struggle to kind of keep all that uh, going together. I think there's a lot of in-depth technical knowledge that's required.
3: Now, I'd, I'd agree, there's a lot of moving parts now and they all connect together.
1: <laughs> but it also means the portfolio has got broader and better and you know, stronger think... as well. So it's tremendous. And, and going back quickly to IFL1, we'll just quickly round out on that. Um, one of the other big things I spotted in those announcements is that there's support for um, Mac OS X Lion, um, Firefox 6 and 7, and IE9 as well. So, again, if you've got uh, sort of more up to date desktops, that brings the same time up to date for those too.
3: I mean, that's, that's actually a big thing because the audio and video plugin, uh, which is a Firefox and IE plugin that installs when you go to a browser to have audio and video, up until now that wasn't supported on the newer browsers. So although we had audio and video from 8.5.2 in a browser, we were struggling with the plugin on various different versions and on the newer versions and struggling to get support for that. So that, that's actually a very big thing.
2: And Firefox 6 and 7 is so eight weeks ago. it's a tough job as a vendor these days
1: isn't it i mean you know uh, the the days when you just supported two or three browser versions have long gone haven't they a it's a tough ask to be supporting and testing all of those i note that that chrome isn't in the list which you know is my chosen browser Uh, gab do you happen to run chrome do you happen to know if it works with, with some of these later versions
3: um i have used i use chrome myself um chrome for me works with everything on same time except the um, audio and video in meetings because it's a plug-in that installs and it's designed for IE and Firefox. So it doesn't work for Chrome, it doesn't work for Safari. And I find this, also find this hilarious that you know there is this conceit that everyone will move to browsers and that'll be so much rather than the fat client because it will just be simpler. But the world of browsers <laughs> is, 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 is so much more messed up. You know, give me managing a notes client any day of the week over managing a hundred different browsers with how many personal settings uh, set by users and proxies and goodness knows what else. So I I think it's hilarious.
2: And an open standard is a standard that may or may not be used by any vendor at any point in time.
3: Optional. Oh, thank for optional standard. (laughs)
2: Yes and
1: one last question for you gab you, you, uh, i think you you alluded to it earlier on but there's this new organizational tree view which i guess comes from connections how does that fit in
3: yeah no, that's very cool so when you're looking at your buddy list in the client um currently we can see it by name and if we add groups but we have a new view which is by organizational tree which is basically and again i haven't seen the beta so i've only seen it in demos and i've asked the questions i believe um there was reference that it connected to connections because obviously we have the hierarchy in connections with the manager on the profiles, but that obviously pulls or can pull from an LDAP source. And if that's the case, then I would have thought you don't even need connections to see it. You should be able to pull it from an LDAP source uh, for the same time. I'd be able to see that hierarchy. But again, this is my guesswork seeing how it behaved. Um, um, certainly when I've asked the question, I've been told, yes, it's the same as connections. Um, and so whether it requires you to have connections or not, I will know later today, hopefully. <laughs> but um, I certainly, it, it, I can't see why it wouldn't be able to pull from an LZAP source directly rather than a connections profile. But I don't know how they've designed it.
2: So, down. Well, this is, yeah, I was going to say, <clears throat> I'd be interested to see how they are building this because in, in basically in connections connected to Domino, it's just a manager field in the Domino directory, right, Stuart?
1: Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's right, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so, 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 so it pulls like... <laughs> from the manager field and then builds it up internally. But there's quite a bit of processing that Connections does to kind of map all those different manager fields together. So you know, if you're going three layers up in the in the hierarchy, there's quite a lot of mapping that's done to produce that. So we're at the same time could do it on the fly from LDAP. Depends what they're doing in the background to make that happen.
2: Oh, I could see your LDAP server needing to be full text indexed, which it should already oh, be, that's hint, hint, that's cough, cough, people.
3: Yep. yeah.
1: I have to say, for uh, intermediate feature release or whatever IFR stands for, there's a huge amount in there. This is, yeah, really impressive how IBM is delivering so much in these point releases. You know, we saw it for Domino eight five three and you know previous versions of Domino, and and now it was the same time platform. Yeah, this isn't even a point release; it's just an intermediate release, and yet they're putting so much great functionality in there. So, kudos, as Dan would say, to the same time team on that. I think they've done a good job.
2: Well, yeah. de- technically, Dan would say kudos, but okay. <laughs>
1: Brilliant. So we will move on from same time on to something that Per can help us out with. Um, Nic- oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Niklas um, Heidloff uh, announced this week that X-Snippets has been released. So this is um, basically a, a new generation of the code bin. Do you want to talk us through what you think X-Snippets is and, and what it will offer us? Uh,
4: sure, I will. Uh, <clears throat> yes, I, so X-Snippets it is the, uh, some some call it the, the future or the new Open ngf code bin, and actually, I haven't seen or tried the the old code bin, so I cannot uh, talk to that part. But
2: it was it's... called bin for a reason.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard something about uh, it contained thousands of uh, code snippets. Mm-hmm. Hmm? All right,
1: <laughs> but I don't think they were terribly well sort of organised. So you know, there's it, it yeah. Yeah, some great was... jewels in there, but actually, uncovering them was quite difficult to do. From from all I've heard,
4: yeah. Yeah, so this is a new project, and the purpose is to, uh, maybe the same purpose as the old code bin, but to store uh, code snippets, X snippets, so useful code snippets uh, for anything related to maybe primarily X pages, but not necessarily. So it could be client-side JavaScript, server-side JavaScript, uh, XML settings, et cetera. And and then make it uh, easy to both... uh, uh, store or add new uh, snippets and also you uh, reuse and use the snippets from the uh, from the website
1: which should be great you know if, if there's people that are new to xpages or people that are, you know begin to develop apps to being able to go to a source like that and download bits that will help them through that that process has to be a good thing doesn't it and it looks like they've Indeed. done some quite clever Things about how they manage those snippets. So, there's some uh, quite clever code control and design and implementation steps they've done in there. And and I believe there's an effort that's ongoing to, to make it easy to add those X snippets into Designer as well. So, right from within Designer, you'll be able to go and actually see what's in the X snippets and just basically add them into your projects, which, um, yeah, you know, if you're an X Pages developer, has to be a good thing to, to help you get those done quicker.
4: Oh yes, that will. I'm sure that will be very exciting. When I think it's Renee Winkelmeier who's working on that part with the uh, Domino Designer integration, and uh, yeah, it, it it will be very useful to be able to just select useful snippets from uh, a huge list of great snippets and then paste them directly into your code.
2: I agree. Well, and it, it's it's always been like I, I was told my first day of software engineering college when I was a young boy okay. is is a yeah, uh, good programmers write good code. Great programmers steal good code. Yes, <laughs> and that's also the
4: mission, of course, of OpenNTF in general. So, open source software. So, yeah.
1: Excellent. Also on the topic of XPages, there was a, another blog post this week uh, announcing that XPagesWiki.com, which is just a tremendous resource for any XPages developer, um, has now has a sort of accompanying uh, iOS application as well, which allows you to, I guess, carry around this XPages information with you wherever you go, which is quite clever.
4: It is. And uh, and XPagesWiki.com is also a great example of code snippets. It's, it has plenty of uh, great material and more than just snippets of code but also useful information on how to do stuff in xpages it's a great site and therefore i think it's it also will be a great app to carry around with you
2: julian bus right yeah
1: and again you know it goes goes to what we quite often say on this weekend lotus is that there's a huge amount of effort going on in the community you know these are not people that are being paid to do this stuff it's you know it's, it's just people could you know contributing from their own time contributing for free you know i know you have to pay for the app but you know there's a small uh you know Part towards the effort that uh, that Julian puts in towards the X Pages Wiki, and and I think IBM recognises how much work goes on goes on in some of these things, and and it clearly is beginning to support them better with things like Open NTF, and you know putting a lot of money and time into that, which is great.
2: Yes, it is. And and I, I will give you know I think when when IBM said we're going to get more involved with Open NTF, I think half the community panicked, and I think half the community rolled their eyes. And I actually think IBM has done a, a very good job of treading the middle ground of not completely steamrolling it, but not letting the lawyers get involved and say, "Oh, so you can't release any of that." So I think it's it, it's very good for the community that, that IBM are starting to do this, and we've got things like the development contests now as well, which you know I think are going some ways. You know, the last there's a new one, but the last one got what twenty-five or thirty. Uh, Xpages controls out of it, which has got to be a good thing.
4: Oh, yes. Or, or was it
2: actually more than
4: that? I think it was in
2: the 50s f- something. 50 oh, something. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, probably probably 30 was only Ulrich by himself. Yeah, yes, indeed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then so, um, yeah, there's this new development contest, isn't there? So the first one, I think, was just for snippets, wasn't it? Whereas this one is, is for bigger applications, is that right?
4: Uh, the first one was uh, well anything really, but primarily custom controls, useful custom controls for anything. And the second one is more focused on uh, mobile applications, social applications. But still, you can submit anything. But
1: Okay, yeah. and submissions are due in sometime next week? Sometime, yeah, exactly, uh, December 2nd. So. Okay, so not long left to go on that. And I think the
2: prizes are pretty tremendous, Down, Did you see what the prizes were? Um, yeah, Nicholas mentioned the last time he was on here, but I think there's an iPad, there's a Ticket to Lotusphere, um, there's an iPhone, I think whoever wins gets to pick. Um, and, and the Nicholas has already started uh, blogging about some of the applications he saw. There was one yesterday that I was looking at, looking at pretty closely, actually, to do contact synchronization and task synchronization to a mobile device via Xpages, and it has offline as well. So there's some really good stuff coming out of these competitions, which I, I, I was surprised because b- these are not insignificant tasks to take up by yourself or as a team of developers, especially when you're doing it for free. So it, it really is good to see that, that we're embracing it and, and the, the competition that's going on here is, is, is going to work out well for the winners, but more importantly, work out well for the community.
1: And I know that you know the folks behind OpenNTF, and you know I'm, I'm on the to the board now, so I'm hearing some of this stuff going on in the background. I wasn't aware of it before, but you know they're doing some pretty exhaustive checks on um, the you know validity of the code in terms of whether it is truly open source, whether there's any IP in there, and so on. So you know whatever gets posted on OpenNTF really is available for you to download and use freely in, in what you're doing, which is again great if you're a commercial organisation who's worried about these kind of IP infringements. So um, again, great effort by everybody involved. And pair uh, one last thing with you, um, Dan Notes. Now I mentioned earlier on, I was going to see you tomorrow. Looking forward to yes. that. So, so tell us all about Dan Notes. Um, what is it, and where is it happening?
4: Okay. Well, Dan Notes is a uh, of the Danish uh, Lotus user group. So, therefore, the Dan Note word, and it started actually in nineteen ninety-three. So, it's a uh, uh, an, an wow. old user group. Yep, that's eighteen years, yeah, and uh, yep. And it has uh, around 100 uh, company members and uh, approximately 200 individuals who, who pay to be part of this group. Uh, and what we do is, we, uh, among, thing, uh, uh, among many things, we, uh, we have these conferences two times a year. And uh, tomorrow we have the, uh, the 46th conference. Starting tomorrow, lasting for two days, and uh, with a a great lineup, we have you on, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. but two aren't necessarily conclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say.
1: <laughs> and then we have some great speakers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so who else is speaking? Do you want to give us some some of the headline names?
4: Yes, we have the the, the Danish uh, uh, head of Lotus, uh, Anders Holm Petersen, is speaking. He's having he's a uh, uh, speaking uh, for the, in the, the keynote part, uh, discussing lotus in general, and uh, and then we have you Stuart as I mentioned, uh, you are going to talk about connections. We have Niklas Heidloff joining us to speak about OpenNTF and a lot of other interesting things around XPages and mobile, etc. We have a uh, for this for day two. We have a development track and a and, and an ad, an admin track. And for the development track, we have Chris Connor from uh, UK or Scotland, actually, yep. introducing us to uh, XPages, and we have Ulrich Krause doing admin stuff uh, around uh, daos and compacting, etc. So very interesting.
1: Great, and I'm just staggered by the yeah the, the mention you quickly passed over, which is the 46th event, yes, uh, yes. You know, uh, as many will be aware well, and just you know, organizing social connections, the second one, and Darren, I know you do at and so on, but it, you know, each one of these events takes a huge amount of work, but to have done 46 of them is just staggering.
4: Yes, it is amazing. I, I joined uh, Dan Notes as a member of the board or the organizers committee uh, uh, this spring, actually, so this is my first conference where I help organize it and it is a lot of work to locate speakers and, yeah, work on the agenda and etc. cetera to, to advertise for the, for the conference in general so, so that we can have people attend it. So.
2: He nearly said good speakers, <laughs> it. <laughs> and and
1: um, Per, for, for those that are outside Denmark who can't make it to the event, um, will any of the content be shared in any way? Can people sort of follow it from afar?
4: Uh, we don't have any sort of live sharing. I'm, I'm sure that many of us will uh, tweet about it, but uh, uh, we will uh, have uh, uh, presentation slides uh, available on the uh, website, uh, maybe just before the event or during the event, but at least after the event. So. Yeah,
1: and is there a so- Twitter ID or hashtag people should be following?
4: Yeah, we have uh, actually a, a Twitter ID for DanNotes, which is DanNotes, uh, and also the hashtag Notes D-A-N notes D-A-N,
2: one word, eight letters. So. I want. I want to put this in the context for people. But 1993 was two years before Windows 95. This this conference started when Windows 3.1 was the preeminent operating system on the planet. How shocking is it that today an IT conference can last that many years, nearly two decades? That is impressive.
4: Yeah. And what was, note, was version what in 93?
2: Oh, probably two? (laughs) Maybe? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I started in three, so this was after my time. I started in 95-ish.
1: Yeah, I was around the same time, 3.3. I think I started on... Yeah. So I think Gab, you might have been before that, what was the first version
3: you worked on? Um, my very first version, no it was 3, it was 3, it was like 1990, early 1990s, 1991, 2, something
1: like that, 2 I think. Okay. Wow. Been around for a while, and of course, actually, 1993 was the first Lotosphere event, wasn't it? So, yeah, that, that brings us nicely on to, to Lotosphere. Um, you know, Lotosphere 2012 is now, I don't know how many days away, 50 something days away. Coming up, very like soon. That? <laughs> yeah, sorry, Gab. <laughs> so Gab, I imagine with abstracts having now closed and all the abstracts are, are in to the track managers, I guess you're getting busy with it.
3: Yeah. Uh, the decisions, I think, in sessions are, are, are this week. Um, when the notifications will be coming out, um, I'm not sure. It should be very soon, I suspect. It's probably um, after that, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I'd, 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 I would have thought sometime the end of next week or the week after. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we've had some great abstracts in them. Obviously, I've, I'm only working on the show and tell track. I'm working on the show and tell as a, as a helper elf alongside Paul Mooney with the track manager, Christian Halsing. And um, we've got some really great and and interesting sessions this year on lots of new topics. There's definitely been kind of a change in, in topics. Last year and the year before, we were very X pages deos heavy in terms of the kind of sessions people sent in. And there's there's been a real branch out this year, as far as I can see, on the abstracts um, in in topics. And there's lots that I look at now, and I think, yeah, I could go to that. And um, I don't do a lot of sessions at Lotusphere normally, uh, but there's there's a a lot that I'm looking at where I think, yeah, I really would like the time to go and see that.
1: That's good news. So, so what are the new kind of topics that people are covering? Is it a lot of connections, or is it you
3: know? Yeah, we we have um, a lot. We have on the admin side, um, I can't say whether we've chosen them, but we have a lot of stuff coming in um, on connections, on disaster, um, on high availability, on some of the more advanced products and features, even a fair amount of stuff on Portal coming through, which, again, I think Portal is for the Lotus community, where connections was a couple of years ago. People have heard about it, but can't quite position it. Uh, And, and, you know, that's something that I think people want to hear about because they want to hear, I think, in the last 12, 20 months, all of these IBM Lotus products that appear to be on separate paths are now aligning and kind of complementing each other. And and it's really good to see um, there's a lot of kind of sessions that refer to cross products. We've got a lot of stuff coming in on Java development um, and on... um, I don't know development world, but exciting new development things that I have not heard of. <laughs> 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 um, so I, I honestly, uh, if you, if I think you'll see sessions at this Lotusphere that you would not have seen um, at user groups or at previous Lotusphere. We're really There's some advanced kind of engineering sessions uh, that I've seen, which I'm really excited about. We're moving on from a lot of the introductory to the more advanced kind of stuff, which, um, although we have a good core, we have the jump starts and the masterclasses on, on the Sunday, there's some really good sessions there for, for people like us. (laughs) Which is great. And, um,
1: Yeah, I know the sessions haven't been chosen yet, but are you seeing sort of some new speakers come through that you haven't seen uh, submit before? Do Do you get a feel for whether there'll be a change in speakers this year?
3: I've seen a lot of new speakers. I mean, I know in our track we have, a, we have a fair number of new speakers. And again, it all comes down to the abstract. When we're looking at the sessions, um, I get the session list on a spreadsheet. I actually hide the column showing the speakers before I look at any of the abstract. So um, if you were to say to me, um, what's the status of my session, I would have to ask you for the session number before i know because what we tend to do is just look at the abstract and the content and decide whether that looks good. And we've got lots, lots of new speakers, I think. Um, people seem to be getting more confident about submitting to Lotusphere. Uh, and I think that's, that's really exciting. And, and like I said, some of these more... Okay, let's use the word obscure and on the edges. Highly Esoteric. Esoteric. Esoteric, thank you. I haven't had much sleep. The language is leaving me. The stuff on the edges... That, you know, that comes from people who have been focusing in these very core niche areas for a while and want to share it. So yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of new speakers, some, of, some old favorites, some popular returns of your old favorites, but because they sent in good abstracts um, and they knew what to write. But I, I, think it's, I actually think it's going to be a really good Lotosphere and so, some great
2: content. I'm not sure you can answer this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And that is, do you think the abstract count is up this year, the same this year, or lower?
3: Um, I can't answer that. I would say, um, I personally, because of all the discussions, I was concerned for our track because everyone goes, oh, it's a show and tell, that's two hours, that's a lot of work. And um, it is. <laughs> yeah. oh, and it is, for one, that's what we require. But certainly, our count on show and tell is about online for last year. Um, And I think we have better abstracts to choose from, a larger variety of better abstracts to choose from this year, whereas last year it was very clear which ones were right and which ones are wrong. We're going to have to give up some we love this year, I think, to be able to fit. Um, So, yeah, as as far as my track is, our track is concerned, uh, the numbers look to be on a par. I think extending the submission process by a couple of weeks helped a lot. After the first week, I went to a bit of a panic spiral and I thought, well, are we?" there were sessions I'd hoped we'd get and topics I hoped we'd get that we didn't get submitted. Um, but they all came in. So, yeah, I think it was good.
1: Excellent, that's, that's really good news and uh, yeah, obviously one of the changes this year is that we now have the Connect conference which I know we had the symposium last year but Connect is a, v- a much bigger deal this year it's being much you know, more advertised and so on on the website um, that's going to be in the Swan as far as I know so do you think there's going to be fewer to traditional loads sphere
3: sessions than we've had previously? I'd, I don't think it's, it's Tuesday and Wednesday only in right. so the Swan so the agendas on Sunday, Monday and Thursday aren't affected and I mean, obviously, there's going to be some shuffling around rooms because we're running, you know, they're running two conferences at the same time. But I don't think there's going to be a very negative impact on the number of sessions. We certainly haven't been asked to cut down our sessions from last year. Um, So I can say that Uh, we don't have any less sessions because of it.
1: And I can see it being a positive thing in many ways. In that uh, you know, I saw some comments on a blog post this week, um, saying that last year's Lotusphere was possibly less technical than it had been previously. I can see actually having Connect as a bigger thing means that more of the management and business focused uh, sessions are going to be pushed off to that. And actually, yeah. if you are a a, a techie, a, you know, an admin or a developer, actually, the the t- traditional Lotusphere agenda is going to be probably stronger this year than it has been previously. Yeah, I
3: th- I think um it is a very different audience for this connect you know it's not intended at, uh, you know the engineers what i consider myself an engineer um it's intended um with my other hat on as kind of strategic direction and ceos and that kind of audience and they are two entirely different groups so i i agree i think separating out the messages for each group we can you know there's still an opportunity to give the the, the Guys that come to Lotusphere and want the technical stuff and want to geek out, we still have that. Uh, And I think that's really important.
2: And and Stuart, to maybe answer your question, I think if you were to go looking, I think you would see differences where things have changed between adding Connect to a main hotel. But like Gab said, I think because it's isolated to a couple of full days... I honestly think you're going to have to go looking for the negatives. I don't think there would be any apparent on, on the surface. Yeah, I'd
3: agree.
1: And of course, there are a lot of rooms that are empty in this one most of the day anyway because they're used for boffs and so on. So it may be they're just going to use those in a bigger way for Connect. So I guess the proof will be in the pudding, won't it? We'll look forward to, to seeing it later and seeing how it all works. And get we'll
3: certainly look forward to just walking around one hotel on Tuesday and Wednesday and think I'm
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> I might not see daylight for four days.
1: <laughs> and Gab, previously you've been involved in a number of sort of community things at Latestphere, haven't you? Uh, not least the Great Greek Challenge, which was yes. really one of the, the best events last year. I really enjoyed taking part in that. Um,
3: is that going to be back this time? That is back this time. We just got approval. We're holding it uh, in the Fountain Restaurant, which is at the bottom of the escalator of the Dolphin, where everyone knows is the big ice cream bar. Um, they're a great team there. They let us take over the whole place and served us free food and ice cream for the evening. And we had questions and quizzes. and We're going to make the questions a little bit easier this year. We completely... Because
2: yeah, un- oh, it was impossible. And I was going I- to tell you... If you can't find it, just look for the 20 confused people.
3: I don't, we got like one round in, I forget which round it was. I think it was comics or something like that. And the scores were like one out of 20. And I thought, yeah, we've overshot on this. So <laughs> I think everyone had a really good time. Um, we, 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 we have spot prizes and we're going to have um, another challenge this year. So yeah, um, www.greatgeekchallenge.com site is up. Uh, and I will be, be blogging, and we will be blogging and asking for sponsors to cover the costs of um, taking over the restaurant for the evening. Um, it, we finally got excellent. sponsors last year, it, including yourself, Stuart, so thank you very much.
2: <laughs> it, it, it was excellent, despite the Watson-like difficulty.
3: Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I blame, I partially blame my husband for that, <laughs> who I said, you come up with these rounds on maths and science, and so he did.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Well, make sure you get along to that. It's a tremendous event. Uh, really looking forward to that. And of course, just looking forward generally to to Lotusphere. It's, it's only a few weeks away now. So, um, yeah, it'll be on upon us before we know it. And, and, pair, uh, did you submit any sessions for Lotusphere this year? Uh, no, I didn't. And, uh, but, but I would like to mention that I am going, and this is my
4: first ever visit to Lotusphere in the US. I hey. went to yeah, yeah,
2: perfect, right. <laughs> Oh, you better start practicing your singing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've heard of that. La, 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 la.
3: <laughs> but right. not like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and stay
1: away from the Bon Jovi, best.
3: Yeah.
2: Yes, yes, I have that aced. No one can come close to me. You'll just show yourself up if you try Bon Jovi.
1: I look forward to seeing you there, Pair. It would be great to have you along for the first time. So we've come to the end of our topics and also the end of the time we have available. So we're going to crack on through a tip from
2: each of our guests. So, Darren, do you want to kick us off? So after last week's Stellar tip and Stuart's throw down on Twitter, I have come up with possibly the lamest tip on the planet. But I think it makes sense see, seeing as what I see on a on a monthly basis. That is, there's a ton of features in the same time. Uh but what a lot of organizations still haven't done is they still haven't rolled out the limited entitlement to start taking a small t- steps to become, I guess, what IBM would call you a social business now. So if you are a Notes customer and you are not running same time, or if you are a Notes user and you don't think you're running same time, go demand it from your administrators. IT is not the dog. There's not the tail that wags the dog anymore. You guys have the power go demand it, get it installed, and it will transform the way you communicate in your organization, which will also hopefully take you to the same time and same time advanced, at the same time mobile.
1: Very good tip. Very good tip. And, and there's huge value to be gained from what is a free entitlement. And, and actually, if all you're doing is community server, it's not a massive amount of resource you need either. So get it up and running, and there's plenty of partners out there out there that will help you get it up and running if you're going to struggle yourselves. And talking of those partners, we have Gab. So what's your tip?
3: Um, well, my tip... Is um, the same time admin guide? We have a free chapter online at Packet, which is on same time mobile, I believe. So um, if you want to go and have a look and download that chapter, um, that's a free, unedited 40, 50 page chapter on, on mobile deployment, which is particularly appropriate this week. Excellent.
1: Thank you, Gab. And Pear, do you
4: have a tip for us? I do indeed, and it is X pages related. My tip is that I suggest that developers have a look at the latest 8.5.3, both client and server release, and but also the uh, latest extension library, which now supports or is in a, a specific 8.5.3 release on OpenNTF. And with this release, the, we have a much easier deployment of the uh, extension library itself. So I'm sure or I hope that your admin people will approve this form of deployment instead of the... Uh, the old method of uh, putting individual files directly onto the file server system. So, excellent. So, have and a look it. at the extension library and see how it can uh, speed up your development of XPages apps.
1: Brilliant. And and you yeah, know certainly we, we've mentioned the extension library a lot of times on Twill, and and all the feedback we get is it's a it's a tremendous addition to what comes out of the box with Domino, uh, and particularly if the update sites are easier to do, then that's great. Thank you, Pear. Um, my tip is a um, it's a new widget for connections that comes from actually one of the partner companies that Collaboration Matters works with an awful lot, which is Just Nudge. They're based out of Australia. A guy called Michael Ransley. Um, I-, I started working with when he was in the UK. Worked for one of the clients that I work with. Uh, he then became a partner and is now doing a lot of work around widgets. Uh, we- we've worked on some stuff together for our customers and bespoke widgets. But this is one that he's released as pretty much free to download and use, which is a Twitter widget. Um, and what it does is it's very clever. It allows the user to basically a- enter their Twitter ID in their profile within Connections. And then from that point on, it then actually displays their Twitter updates uh, for their user within the profile. So you just get another tab within the Connections profile. It displays the, the, the Twitter updates. It's very easy to install uh, just about sort of five or six steps to do it on your Connections server. And it's then available to all your users. Um, and it really does begin to integrate those sort of external social networks with the internal Connections one. uh it's excellent you know free free to download and use very well recommended from me we, we've already started deploying it to quite a lot of our customers so um check that out the links in the show notes so we'll just go around the table quickly and ask how do people find you do you have a twitter id or a blog that people can look up darren
2: what's yours blog.darenduke.net for what seems to be the list of quicker fixes site now <laughs> um and Darren Duke, all one word on Twitter for whoever has irked me in the last twenty minutes. <laughs> and
1: Gab, what's yours?
3: Um, I'm Gab Turtle on Twitter, and my blog is on blog.turtleweb.com. Where I'm talking about IFR1 today.
1: Excellent, and I think it's available. Is that right?
3: It is available, and it is available for media meeting proxy. Community, and System Console. There's a download for all the components.
1: Okay, and that, yeah, we've seen it on Partner World. I'm guessing it's, it's probably going to be on Passport Advantage now, if not very soon. Great. Thank you, Gab. Uh, thanks for taking part today. Really appreciate your time. And yeah, congratulations on getting that book out. It's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much, guys. <laughs> and Pear, where do people find you?
4: Yeah, my Twitter ID is pear.lawstein, one word. And my blog is pear.lawstein lostin.dk/blog, and see you tomorrow at Dan Notes, Stuart.
1: Yeah, really looking forward to it. And good luck with the conference. Uh, I, I hope you have a great turnout and that it goes very well. Thank you. Look forward to my session. So, if you're going to Dan Notes, make sure you get along to the connection session tomorrow afternoon. And uh, people can find me on Twitter at Stuart McIntyre or the blog is at blog.collaborationmatters.com. So thank you, everybody, for listening, downloading, streaming this podcast. Really appreciate you listening in. I hope you enjoyed the show. And please, please, please leave us some feedback either on Twitter or on the the site itself at thisweekinlotus.com. So until next week, this was This Week in Lotus. Bye. All opinions expressed
2: during this podcast are those of the participants only and do not necessarily represent those of their employer.
1: Okay, should we crack on them?
2: Let's make it happen. Let's make magic. <laughs> after, let me check. On, after that so sentence,
3: magic. <laughs>
2: after, after that phrase, I hope I wasn't recording. <laughs> yes, I am recording, and I bet I know where that's going. I thought you were gonna say, "This is Stuart McIntyre," and my Twitter ID is hashtag What IBMers Say. <laughs> I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you click on that, all you see is Stuart, isn't it? No.
0: Oh, the way you pull the fuzzies from my sweater. It doesn't make up for the times you let me sink into the floor and the lies you told to make me feel all better. They didn't work, so please don't tell me anymore. Waking up to see the sun, it's a light that lets me know a new day's begun. I can leave behind the terrors of my unconscious mind to the sunshine. Tell me this, why do you run? Try it and say what you mean Cause I can't read the lines Let alone in between I'm waking up to see the sun It's a light that lets me know A new day's begun I can leave behind The terrors of my unconscious mind To the sunshine